I'm Chris Duke and today on Motors we're going to show you how to install a new car stereo system in a Ford Mustang GT. Here on Motors, we always like to install the latest products on our project vehicles. So earlier this year, we went to CES show in Las Vegas to check out all the latest toys. Now we stopped by the Pioneer booth and we were impressed with everything that they had and they were impressed with our show. They really wanted to see us install some of their stuff right here on Motors. So they hooked us up with a brand new head unit, a couple of amplifiers, some component speakers, as well as a subwoofer, so we can show you how to install them on our 2008 Ford Mustang GT. Now the really cool thing about the head unit is it's got a 6.1 inch touchscreen widescreen display that not only integrates with an iPod to listen to all your music, but also your iPhone via wireless Bluetooth so you can make calls via the included microphone. It also has GPS navigation, satellite radio, DVD playback, and everything else under the sun. Now, Monster Cable also hooked us up with a whole bunch of new wires and cables to make sure that our new sound system sounds awesome. Now, when we come back from our break, we're going to dig into this thing and rip out our stock stereo system. For this installation, you're going to need various tools for doing electrical work, such as wire cutters, strippers, and a crimping tool. You're also going to need various electrical connectors, a soldering iron as well as some solder, a heat gun as well as some heat shrink tubing, electrical tape as well as various pliers and some dikes. You're also going to need various screwdrivers, Torx bits, small sockets, a box knife, some hex wrenches, as well as a drill, various drill bits, and if you're going to put your tweeter in the door or other plastic panel, you're going to need a hole saw, some trim panel removal tools, some scissors, and if you have any tight spaces like below our rear window on our Mustang, pick up this Milwaukee 90 degree adapter. It saved us a lot of time. Now for more information on all of these tools, just check out our website and click on the parts button. Now on our 2008 Mustang, in order to get to the rear speakers, you have to remove the rear deck lid. But before you can get to that, you have to remove your seat backs, your seat bottoms, your side panels, and then you can finally remove this and get access to those speakers. Now to find out how to remove the entire back seat from a Mustang, just refer to our leather interior episode from Season 3. Now, since there's so much noise when it comes to car audio, you want to make sure you choose the best wiring that you can afford. Now, Monster Cable Products is one of the most respected in the industry. They make just about everything you need, from RCA cables to speaker wires to battery terminals, and even an amp kit that includes most of what you need. Now, the cool thing is that they're highly shielded cables for noise reduction, and they're labeled and bundled for easy installation. Now, you need to make sure you take your time when you're installing all of this in your vehicle. Now, we did this yesterday, and it took us a full day. Now, for wiring up all of our new Pioneer gear, we've laid down our new monster cable down on the passenger side. This is our 12-volt power and our speaker cable for our right front door speaker. That's just going to go through this hole and into the trunk. Now, on the driver's side, we've got all of our RCAs and our remote trigger wire, as well as the left front door speaker. And all these cables end up in the trunk where we're going to hook up our speakers on the rear deck lid, as well as all of our amplifiers. For our speakers, Pioneer hooked us up with a 10-inch Champion Series subwoofer. This is a 4-ohm that we installed in a pre-built enclosure that we picked up online. You can find a link at our website to buy that. 
Now for our component speakers, which we're going to install on the doors as well as the rear deck of our Mustang, we went with Pioneer's TS A1302C, which comes with a five and a quarter inch woofer, a couple of tweeters, and a really small crossover that you can mount right in the door or pretty much anywhere. It also comes with all of the required hardware for mounting. Now right here we have our stock 6x8 speaker from Ford and now we've got our new 5.25 inch from Pioneer. Now you'll notice that there's a size difference here. Well Pioneer ships this adapter ring. You just drop this in here and use the supplied hardware to screw it down right there. Once you do that you'll have this guy and you can mount this inside your vehicle. To remove the door panel, there are eight 7mm bolts along the bottom and the side of the door. You need to remove all of those. Then up here on the side, by the door pin, there's a bezel that you have to pop off. Then right here behind the armrest, as well as the door latch, is a plastic panel. You need to remove that. And behind there is a Torx T27 screw that you need to remove. Then right here, you need to remove the switch panel. That just pops right off. And then there's a 7mm bolt behind there that you have to remove. And finally, up here on the side, mirror housing, you need to pop that off and disconnect that. Once you have that off, then you can remove the door panel by just lifting it right up. Removing your door speakers is actually pretty easy. Just grab a T20 driver and remove these four screws. Now in order to wire up our new Pioneer speakers for our doors, we need to fish our new monster cable on through the door jam here. Now Ford doesn't make this really easy for you because there's a two-part plastic connector. One part of it's on the outside and the other part's on the inside of the vehicle. In order to disconnect that, just so you can get the wire through, you've got to take a screwdriver in here and press on this tab and that will allow you to disconnect it. Now, if you have a stock shaker audio system in your Mustang, you're gonna to need to remove your amplifier with these three screws, and that's because it's blocking that hole. We decided to mount our tweeters on our doors, just below our door latch here. Now, Pioneer includes this nice little bracket that just screws onto the back that allows you to put this inside any hole to stick it in your door or any other plastic panel on your vehicle. Now what we need for this is an inch and three quarter inch hole saw. Now we've got that already laid out here exactly where we want it. We're going to make a pencil outline so when we go to drill this, we put it back in this exact location. Now before you select your locations, turn your door around and make sure that there aren't any obstructions like other huge bits of plastic or something. That looks pretty good. Once we clean this area up, we'll put this bracket on the back side of it and pop it in. There are a couple different routes you can go when connecting your speaker wires. You can use butt connectors or you can use solder and heat shrink tubing, which is the route that we went, mainly because our monster cable is so thick. For the front crossovers, we chose a location just on the inside of the front speaker location. To attach it to the vehicle, we just use some Velcro.
Now once we put the Pioneer speaker in the stock location, we notice that there's a little bit of a problem with the adapter plate. There's this little tab that we have to cut off, so we're just going to take some dikes and snip it right off. Now after finishing up the installation of our door speakers by tightening down these Torx T20 screws, you can put your door panel back on. Now once you're finished here, Got to do it all again on the other side. When it comes time to choose new amps for your sound system, you need to make sure that your new amps match both the type and the output ratings for the speakers that you're going to install. Now for our subwoofer, we went with Pioneer's GM D8500M, which is a mono amplifier which runs at 300 watts at 4 ohms and 600 watts at 2 ohms. Now since we're installing Pioneer's 10-inch subwoofer, which is wired at 4 ohms, we're going to get 300 watts out of this bad boy. Now for our component speakers, which we're going to install in the rear deck lid as well as the door speakers, these guys are 4 ohm. We went with Pioneer's GM D9500F 4 channel amp, which will give us 75 watts per speaker at 4 ohms. Now Pioneer hooked us up with this 10 inch Champion Series subwoofer and we mounted it in an enclosure that we found online. It's pretty easy to install and it comes with these speaker terminals back here which we can connect our monster cable speaker wire up there. Now once we've got that all put together, we can put it in on our trunk. We're going to put it over here on the right and we can just screw it on down. Now underneath the hood here we've got our 4 gauge monster cable that comes in through the firewall. Now below our battery tray there's a hole and there's another hole that goes in through our firewall but to fish this through you've actually got to turn your wheel and peel back the fender lining a little bit. That'll allow you to find this grommet that has a whole bunch of other things and you could put that 4 gauge through there. Now back up here on top of the battery we've replaced the battery terminals from these ones from monster cable with a positive one as well as a negative one gives you four extra contacts which is great. The downside is that your OEM cables aren't going to work anymore so you've got to rewire them like we did here. There's three for the positive and two over there for the negative. And then finally what you want to make sure that you do is leave the fuse out of this fuse holder until you're all done with your installation and you're ready to test it out. And when you're ready to mount your amps you have a lot of different options. You can mount them down where the spare tire is or off to the sides or even on the back of the seats. Now if you've got a sub box you can also mount it on the sides if you've got enough space. Now where we chose to mount our amplifiers is on the underside of our rear deck lid. The reasons are it keeps them out of the way, gives them plenty of ventilation, and we can access all of our switches and knobs right on the side here for when it comes time to tune our system now or in the future. Now the one thing is that no matter where you mount your amplifiers, you want to check to make sure that there's nothing important on the other side that you're going to drill into and that you have enough space for all of your wires. I'll be right back after this break with more motors. Now in order to get to our stock head unit to remove that, we have to remove these two side plastic pieces. Now there's a lip down here that's pressing against the center console, so we can't just pop these right off. We have to back off our center console a little bit so start by removing these two Phillips screws back here. There's one here and then there's one right there. Once these guys are off, then you can back this off just a little bit and pop off those side pieces. Now on this Ford Mustang, there's six of these seven millimeter bolts that you have to remove, three on each side. So grab a seven millimeter socket and pop them out. Now once you have that surround removed, you've got four more 7mm bolts to remove. 
two on each side. Now once you have those four bolts removed, you can remove your head unit, but before you do, you might want to turn it on and make sure that any CDs you've got inside are removed first. Now, there's three wiring harnesses on the back of here, one, two, and three. You need to disconnect those, and then you can remove your stock head unit. In order to install any aftermarket head unit in your vehicle, you're going to need to get some additional products. For starters, you'll need a dash kit like this one. This is going to allow your new head unit to fit correctly in your dash. Now, if you choose to go the route of satellite radio, you're not only going to need to get a tuner for it, but also an interface module. Uh, these are going to allow you to control all the features of satellite radio directly from your head unit. Now, our Pioneer also comes with an antenna for our GPS navigation, as well as a USB or a 30-pin cable. This is for iPhones and iPods, so you can control them directly from the head unit as well. Now, in addition, you're going to need to get a vehicle-specific wiring harness, like this one, that connects to the wiring harness that comes out of the back of the head unit. Just take your time in putting all those wires together, because it can get a little bit tricky. And finally, you've got a whole bunch of RCAs that come off another wiring harness, and these go back to your amplifiers and sends the signals back to them. Now, for more information on all of these products, just visit our website. After installing your dash kit using the provided hardware, connect all of your audio signals. There's our monster cable right there. As well as your remote wire, connect up your harness, just like that. And you've got a GPS antenna that attaches to a magnetic surface. Now, we don't have one in our Mustang, so we actually attached a magnetic pad that's provided with the Pioneer to the underside of our dash so we can fish this up in there. Keep that right there. That's going to be a strong enough signal. Another tip is to put some blue tape over any surfaces that might get scratched up like this and also get some of the other harnesses out of the way like our climate control wiring harnesses. Now after you've got everything connected, you need to tuck all your wires in those two boxes for the Sirius satellite radio and then you can finish up your installation of the head unit. Now, after tightening down our head unit, there's a couple of other things I wanted to mention that we did. We hooked up a microphone that came with the Pioneer head unit. It just connects to the back. There's an input on the back of the head unit. We ran this cable up along here through this crease in the dash and connected it right here with some provided double sticky tape. Now, the second thing that we did is we ran that iPod cable down here underneath the center console back here into the storage bin so we can put our iPod or iPhone right in there and it stays charged and we can control it right from the head unit. Now let's check out some of the features of the Pioneer head unit. First, this is the home screen and you can click the home button over here on the left to visit a bunch of shortcuts which you can configure but for now we're going to go back to the home screen and check out the destination feature. Now we'll check out some of the phone features. And finally, the AV source feature, which allows you to control all of your audio and video. The Pioneer head unit also supports FM and AM radio. We're gonna go check out our iPod next, which allows you to control both your audio and video. Hey, check that guy out. Jason actually has motors on his iPhone. Ha! Now, in addition to video, the head unit also supports, obviously, audio from your iPod. It also supports a unique feature called Music Sphere from Pioneer. It's kind of like the genius from Apple iTunes. 
And one other thing it also supports is a feature called Pandora, which streams music from your iPhone running the Pandora app. And now it's time for parts. Now you're probably wondering, what the heck is that? Well, this is a new ultra-high performance tire from Nitto called Envo, which utilizes a new revolutionary tread design to provide a quiet and comfortable ride combined with awesome performance, whether you're on dry or wet pavement. Now the tread is asymmetrical and non-directional, allowing you to cross-rotate the tires, especially if you're running a staggered fitment like we are on our 08 Mustang. The tire is designed with twin water dispersion grooves and lateral slits to provide effective traction under wet conditions and includes a large inner shoulder for stability. Now for more information about Nitto tires or these Invos, check out our website and click on that parts button. Now I've always been a huge fan of Chip Foose and his eye for custom vehicles. So we thought about getting our own wheels for our Project Mustang. We look no further than his own line of Foose Classic Wheels. Now these are manufactured by MHT Wheels of Garden Grove, California, and Foose's Classic line of wheels are available in one-piece, two-piece, or multi-piece wheels with eight different designs. This one right here is a one-piece chrome wheel called Nitrous, which ranges in sizes from 17 by 8.5 all the way up to 22 by 9.5. Now, MHT owns other brands as well, including Dub, Niche, Fuel Off-Road, Elite, Drive, Monotech, and Jesse James. For more information about these Foose Classic wheels, or any other wheels from MHT, just head on over to our website and click on that parts button. Now, back in 2004, Ford created a concept car called the Mustang GTR, which was based on the famous Grabber Orange Boss 302 Trans Am Mustangs from the 70s. Now, Ford gained a lot of attention online from fans of that car due to its unique styling, especially in the front end. Now, 3D Carbon of Newport Beach, California have made it possible for you to add the sleek styling of the GTR concept to your own ride with a set of these Mustang headlight splitters. Available for 2005 to 09 Mustangs, the headlight splitters are made of high-pressure injected urethane and come as unpainted or pre-painted to your factory color right out of the box. Installation is also very easy just using double-sided 3M tape. Now for more information about these headlight splitters, check out our website and click on the parts button. If you're looking for a body shop to do an awesome job on your ride and you're located in Southern California, then you need to stop by Wetworks Garage. This place is a full-service custom paint and body shop whose services range from minor repairs on your everyday driver to major restorations of classic muscle and collectible cars. Now, Wetworks has an 8,000 square foot facility located in Costa Mesa that's equipped with two spray booths and a complete PBG computerized paint mixing system for expert color matching on everyday repairs or that one-off custom color to make your ride stand out from the crowd. Now, Wetworks Garage even offers production painting of anything from sunglass frames to computer faceplates. They've really done it all. You can find a link to Wetworks website by going to the Motors website and clicking on that big old parts button. Enthusiasts looking for a grill to match the popular 1967 Eleanor Shelby GT500 seen in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds can now pick up a version of that iconic grill for their S197 Mustang. 
Available from 3D Carbon, the GT Eleanor grill is made of high injected molded plastic in a honeycomb pattern and is designed to match from the factory. The grill fits 2005-09 GT models only and reuses the OEM fog lights. If you want to throw it back to the 60s, then head on over to our website for more information on this product and more. Now the final step in your installation is to put this big old fuse in that fuse holder. Now before you go firing up your stereo, you want to adjust your amplifiers to the manufacturer's recommended settings so that you don't overheat your amplifiers or blow out your speakers. Now, I also can't stress the importance of taking your time when it comes to the wiring. It literally took Jason and I about a full weekend's worth of time just to lay all the cable in here, do all the soldering of the wires and hooking everything up without cutting corners. Now I want to thank Pioneer Electronics and Monster Cable for providing all the products that we used in this episode. And to find out more information about all these products or to watch more episodes of Motors, just visit our website. We'll catch you next week on Motors. A Pioneer hooked us up with this 10-inch champ. <laughs> Pioneer hooked us up with this 10-inch champion series. <laughs> what is that? Did that, like. did that work? I like very much. Do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. That's it.